again, everyone, thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, Conjob. This week, we're going to be doing a review of the Huntington Comic and Toy Show that happened this past weekend in Huntington, West Virginia, as well as doing a preview of next week's show in Pennsylvania called Steel City Con. We did have an interview a few days ago with Bob Stein, who's the promoter, so we're going to let everybody hear that. Without further ado, Alexa, talk to me. Hola. <laughs> so just just to let everybody know, you're uh, you're heading home right now. Um, no, actually, I'm not heading home. I oh. had a couple of things I had to do. Um, luckily, West Virginia is closer to St. Louis than Florida is. So oh, you don't say. I had to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, I had to go. I had to go back home and uh, and do a couple of things with Van and and wrap up some stuff there. So I'm actually uh, headed. I spent the day in Louisville, um, where um, Wonderfest. What is it? I think there was a, there was a convention in Louisville this weekend, actually. And I met up with someone that I knew that was at that convention and, and hung out with them for a little bit today. Um, but uh, then, uh, yeah, now I'm uh, I'm on the road to uh, to St. Louis. It feels like I'm always always on the road. <laughs> on the road for sure. That's a that's a given with you. So uh, so let's talk about let's talk about Huntington. Give everybody the four un un. So uh, I guess just give a quick overview from from your thoughts, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty. So my thoughts. Um, I wasn't expecting much out of the show. To to be perfectly honest, it's in a town. You know, it's in a, in a smaller town, um, not, uh, you know, a really high income area. Um, and, and it's a, it's a college town. It's the, the, we are Marshall. That's that, that's Marshall university is there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I wasn't expecting a lot. Um, and it definitely was better than what I thought. So, uh, I can't remember cause I know we did the, uh, preview for it recently, but what was this a first year show or it was supposed to be right during the pandemic? They got canceled, right? So, yeah, there was, um, there were, you know, there were t- uh, volunteers on hand to kind of help us, to kind of help us get get stuff moving. Um, the concrete around the loading dock did suck, though. Um, it, oh, so. it was bumpy. Oh, okay. So rolling stuff in was just a pain in the ass. Yeah, I can't right. tell you how many times I almost lost my cart. Yeah, on, on a couple of the joints. The little things, there. right? It's those little things that are just irk us. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And so, um, so hours. Let's go then to hours. I mean, it was it was a two day show, right? June fifth. Yeah, it was 6th. a two day show. Um, Saturday, um, VIPs got in an hour before, um, just like on Sunday, um, ten to six on Saturday, and um, ten to four on Sunday. Oh, ten to four. That's a nice time. I like the I like the Sundays that end at four ish. You know, when you start yeah, going oh, yeah, to five, so it gets get, gets kind of late. I mean, I'd even like to see three, but I digress. Continue. So let's stick I mean, with honestly, Saturday. it it had uh, it had died off Sunday by uh, by about three. You know, yeah. we could have uh, we could have done with a, a short day there. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so yeah, so Saturday then. Um, I was looking at the guest list earlier, and it had uh, it had some pretty big names. I mean, obviously, we always we always gravitate right to the wrestlers. I remember Kevin Nash, 
Sergeant yeah. Slaughter, right? Yep, Scott Steiner. And, you know, oh. people Sergeant Slaughter for being arrested. G.I. Joe. Yeah, oh, I was too. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you how many G.I. Joe glasses I could have sold this weekend had I brought them, but oh. I brought Cobra glasses instead because those those are the ones that I usually sell. Right. So, whoops. Uh, so did you get a glimpse of of, uh, of any of anybody? Big Papa Pump or uh, Big Sexy? Well, I uh, I didn't see Kevin Nash, um, but I did uh, I did see Scott Steiner. Dude is still in great freaking shape yeah. for, you know, for being, uh, for being 60 plus years old. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw him in Rhode Island last year in November and he, or whatever, 2019. He was still looked exactly the same. He, he's, he's gr- big grandpapa pump is basically. Yes, there you go. Yeah. It's a good way um, to put it. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. I just thought of that. Um, <laughs> I saw, um, I saw Sergeant Slaughter. And that was really it. Um, I saw, I saw Karen Ashley cause I, I know her. So I went over and chatted with her for a little while. It was nice to, nice to see her. I haven't seen her in several, several months. So, and I think I kind of got her schedule cause we're talking about, uh, talking about some cool stuff I'm excited about. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the guest list was pretty heavy. I mean, there was a lot of guests there. They, they lined, um, two thirds of the outer perimeter of the, the vendor hall okay and so okay so that brings me to the next question as always then is where the lines getting into the getting into the way of the booths no 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 i think uh i love it when vendors pay attention to those or not vendors promoters pay attention to those little things because as a vendor you know if you're you know near one of those uh guests and that line keeps coming over you're like come on like you know now no one can come to my booth what the hell so I, i love it when they pay attention to those little things so yeah, and and Jared does. Jared Jared's done this long enough that he knows. Yeah, no, that's good because he also does Lexington, right? Yes, yeah, he's uh, he is the promoter for Lexington, which uh, I'm I'm excited because I did uh, spoiler alert. I did uh, chat with him, and he um, he's going to come on here in uh, in a few weeks, and we're going to do a preview for Lexington, which is uh, the the weekend after Labor Day. So yeah. I'm, I'm stoked stoked about about that right that's the same weekend as uh supercon yes in miami right okay yeah good to know good to know and so uh people then let's get into people how was the attendance on saturday so it's hard to gauge um they had a cap on attendance there's a rumor number nobody could confirm it so i'm not even going to talk about it um but it felt like about a thousand fifteen hundred people um, max were in that building at one time, um, and there was a lot of faces. There, you know, Jared, Jared did a really great thing uh, and honored all the tickets that were purchased for the show, but then also kind of did a first come first serve um, weekend badge for his Lexington people that usually attend that show. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and then. Uh, as they, they were able to increase capacity, they opened up more tickets and they sold out of them. Like they, they literally sold out almost immediately after they, uh, after they went on sale. Okay. Interesting. So, I mean, so that's a good sign, right? I mean, I, obviously you, you hate, people hate hearing about the, um, 
hate hearing about the caps, but it, it kind of sucks even more when you don't know what the number it's, you know, whether it's a good or bad number, I would much prefer to know the number than, than well, to just guess, you know what I'm saying? Can I tell you that, you know, th- there were some, some photos that were floating around and, you know, people were automatically judging the show and saying it was empty and it was a, a flop. And that's not the case. You know, it was because of how they had to bring in people and so on and so forth. And, it, it wasn't bad. You know, it, it was a slow trickle in. People were able to walk around. It was, uh, attendance was good. I, you know, I don't know what Jared's goal was, but I know, uh, you know, they've already picked out dates for next year. So obviously it, it wasn't a flop. And so then I guess, was there any kind of exclusives that you heard about that people were like, you know, some shows that they come in the VIP or even the early, the people right when it- to a spot to get a certain thing was there any of that stuff going on um not really i mean they were a lot of people were going over to the the celebrity lines um i think there was i think one artist did a yellow ranger print but that was really it there wasn't uh there wasn't much of uh much of anything for exclusive just because this is such a small show right right okay and then so how were the people buying oh actually before we get that what was the mass situation um, uh, masks were required. There were, okay. and it was, I had to wear a mask. And I would say walking around, there were probably people, maybe a dozen that had pulled down their masks and were, were skirting the rules, but it was, uh, it was full on masks. Okay. That's, I mean, that's the first one we've heard of like that in a while or that we've seen like that in a while. Right. I mean, yeah, it seems yeah. to be. The, the norm would be more the opposite way now, which is exactly which is interestingly fun. <clears throat> and so how were the people buying? I mean, how were, how were the numbers, you know, coming in on Saturday? We're talking just Saturday. You know, I, I I'm going to, going to kind of, kind of compare it to the show that, uh, that I did last weekend, Suncoast, you know, that, that was a good show and people were spending and my average sale was up 40% from that show. Um, so, you know, I was, I was overall really happy with, uh, you know, with how they were spending with me. You know, I, I will say I talked to two vendors who didn't make a lot of money. Um, I talked to a couple artists that didn't make a lot of money. But it, it's one of those things that I will always stress. Their, their booths were not appealing at all. Right. No, that's definitely a big deal. You got to make, you got to make it look like people want it. You got to make it look for people to want to come over. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, it, two, two, two in particular, you know, I, they're very nice. They're very nice people, but you can't complain about a, uh, about a show's performance when it looks like you went to your storage unit, got out a couple of shelves, got out a couple of totes, and put the totes on the shelves. Like it's just it, you can't you can't run a business like that and expect to yeah. make money. Right, exactly. So and, uh, out, outside always, of those, well, I was ahead. gonna say what what we always said was like the first show we had like no real setup and and it's like each time you're out there you almost almost every show you learn something new whether it's really minor or, or a game changer for you you're just you know always looking around and trying to take some ideas from other people and trying to expand upon them, make them, make them kind of yours. So, cause yeah, if you're not, if you're not appealing, no one's coming to, you know, if you're not appealing to you, you're not appealing to me. That's for sure. Exactly. So, 
Uh, exactly. So, I mean, everybody else that I talked to though had a great show. You know, I was I was watching uh, watching collectors buying you know slapped comic books left and right, um, and those are not cheap for the most part. So, you know, it's it's very much uh, it was very much a you know a, a seller's show this weekend. People were starved. Yeah, and that's I'm hoping that just continues. Obviously, through the end of the year. Actually, I hope that continues for the next fifty years. To be honest, what's that? <laughs> just, I hope that continues for the next fifteen years. To be right. honest, <laughs> or more, who knows? But um, so then, I guess the people obviously were buying. They, uh, you know, did you have? Was there anything that you that you didn't expect to sell out of? Because I always find it for certain regions. You know, it seems like some, uh, you know, some items sell way better in in you know this particular part of the United States versus over here. And every once in a while you get like just an outlier, like, wow, I, I really only bring like two of those with me to the show and they're sold out the first hour we got here. Is there anything you know, like that? Amazingly, the, I had so much stuff that I sold out of. Um, I was sold out of um, Baby Yoda and Mandalorian stuff on Saturday. Um, Sunday morning, I sold out of the rest of my Fallout stuff. Um, Mass Effect, because Ma- obviously... You know, Mass Effect had the re-release. We had Mark on a couple weeks back. Right. You know, I sold out of Mass Effect, Mass Effect stuff super fast. But, um, you know, and because this area is part of the Bourbon Trail, um, you know, it's it's right there. Um, you're a couple hours from Lexington. So, you know, you're, you get that. Um, you know, I sold a lot of Bourbon stuff. So it was uh, it was kind of interesting. No, okay. No, that's good. It's good to hear. I like, you know, like I was just saying though, it's it's always interesting how, when when you're uh, in a certain spot and you're like, oh, this is my best seller. It's been that way for the last two or three shows. And then you come to this, you know, different area, and it's like, crap, I didn't sell one of those, and I sold, you know, ten of these, whatever it may be. So, um, so what else? Anything? Anything else interesting for Saturday? Um, no. I mean, Saturday. Saturday was pretty simple. Um, you know, they, uh, the one thing that was, was a little interesting is that they did, I think, I think it was Saturday, um, whatever day it was, cause the day is kind of blurred together cause it was busy. Um, they did the costume contest down the street at this little square and it was outdoors. That's weird. Cause they, because of all these restrictions, they had to, um, they had to they had to kind of be creative with how they did everything and they moved a lot of stuff outside or into different uh, different buildings around like, within a quarter of a mile from from the area hmm. that's a, that's pretty yeah I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> why would you want to bring everybody out of the show and well it was them, after and then the show floor about... closed oh okay I mean that's still a little weird so then it's nighttime I hope it was like a lit lit up stage and not just like a Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess I couldn't tell you because I didn't go. We went so you know there was Okay. And how were like how was the the flow of people? Was it was it pretty constant? I mean, did it end? You said it ended at six on Saturday. Was it were there people there all the way until six or did it really die down around five as kind of per the usual? Yeah, it was about five fifteen that, uh, that everything kind of started to, started to die out. Um, you know, I think people were were hungry. They were doing their 
and uh, you know, just it, it's it's typical though. You know, the show usually ends up dying about an hour before it actually closes in small shows. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, it's I would yeah. Some of the big ones are the same way too, but yeah, it's usually right around that last hour, and then you get some of the stragglers that that just hang out, and those are usually the good ones too. Yeah. If they're hanging if they're hanging out that last hour, they're usually buying for the most part. All right, so that's good for Saturday. I mean, you have anything else that you need to you want to chime in no. with there? No. All right, so let's let's get over to Sunday. So you said the hours were ten to four. Yep. Was uh, there uh, was there any um, guests that weren't there? Like no, everybody there was there. It was the exact same show, um, Saturday to Sunday. Just the literally the hours were different. <clears throat> the uh, you know the the attendees. You had a lot of new attendees because they sold single day badges. Um, they flowed in a little bit easier on Saturday because I think they got used to the new protocols. Um, and then you know you just had you know you had the, your your regular traffic. Um, everything started dying out about two on, right. uh, on Sunday, um, and I think I made my last sale at three ten on okay. sunday so and any early packers or I oh yeah mass early, early packers? packers um there were several they yeah. they started tearing everything down at about 2 30 um i had two artists that were close to me that decided to just break down they were they were gone like they had all of their stuff gone before the show floor closed um one of them was well before the show floor closed and the other one was like a couple minutes, couple minutes before. And right. it was frustrating because they were so close to me that it was like, really guys. Um, yeah. You know, there were a couple of vendors there that, you know, overall it didn't make sense for them to be there. Um, it, it honestly was more of a, Oh, look, <laughs> We can get an artist alley table for a hundred dollars and sell our arts and crafts that make no sense at a comic con. Right. Um, right. But there's, there's that, there's that at every show, right? I mean, it depends. It depends. Sometimes there is. So, but yeah, I mean, overall, um, you know, both days well attended, you know, people were, people were paying cash. Oh, I had a lot of cash at this show, much more than I've had at uh, at my previous shows, which was surprising. Yeah. Okay. So, what was the percentage there? With like sixty forty um, cash, or almost a 50-50 split? Oh, okay. All right. It's uh, yeah, cat cash is king. That's for sure. It is. It is. And it always helps it, with uh, with gas on the way home. Oh, <laughs> I, I get on my gas at Sam's. So uh, I still have to use a card. Ah, uh, never mind then. Yeah. And then so, were the, the the sales were still pretty set, pretty steady Sunday. Yeah, yeah. St- sales were. I mean, sales were sales. Um, I think uh, you know everybody said that you know they did about half of what they did on on Saturday. Uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. A couple of vendors I know had really good last minute pushes on Sunday. A couple of people had some really good like opening pushes. So, you know, those, those numbers were skewed a little bit for, for those guys, but pretty much everybody I talked to said, you know, yeah, I did damn near half of what I did on Saturday. 
Okay. And then what were you about to say before I asked that? Oh, I mean, just the show in general, you know, was, was solid, especially for, you know, for the, the hurdles that, uh, that they had to jump over. Yeah. Was there any weird, when you say hurdles, what, you know, give us an idea what those were. Was there like weird, you know, the, um, you know, the main aisles were a little bit wider than what, uh, what I'm used to. Um, probably Do you 15. think that detracts? Do you think that detracts from things? Absolutely. When they're, when they're wider, why? It, it's a, it is a, it's a human nature thing. You know, whenever, whenever you have a really wide aisle, you don't feel compelled to look at everything in that aisle. You usually use it as something that you just walk down. Um, versus when you've got a 10 foot aisle and there's five people in the aisle, you have to kind of stop and look at things. You can, you know, in a wider aisle, you can just push right through and not even pay attention. Right. Yeah. And you're right. Cause if I'm on, if it is pretty wide and I'm side, if it's too far away, that other one, I'm not even really, it's not even in no, my you're not head. You know? if it's, not even, yeah. it's not even my periphery at that point, you know? So yeah. I, okay. I can see that. All right, so I guess we'll get into. I mean, do you have, you have anything else you want to add to it? Because then we have we. So I guess going forward now, we're going to be giving uh, each show a. How are we going to give it to the people? We're just it's going to be called this the how many sloppy tacos, right? Since that's our favorite yeah. non-sponsor yeah, at this point, it'll it'll be the uh, the sloppy taco meter. Sloppy taco meter. There we go. I like that. All right, and then what's the highest? Five. Five. Ten, five. All right. Low, so one. Low is zero. Okay. All right. So, what would you give this show on a on the on the sloppy taco scale? Um, you know, I would give this show probably probably a two and a half sloppies. Um, it was a good show. It was well worth the money. Um, uh, you know, I I I walked away very happy with uh, you know, with with how everything really just how everything went. Um. You know, the the improvements, you know, and the reason for the two and a half is, you know, obviously it's something that was out of their control. Um, the attendance cap. Um, I, I, I dislike whenever shows, um, they, they do vendors and that's great. Jared had the, uh, the artist alley, uh, most of the artist alley tables at the front of the, uh, of the room, which was great, except it was set up like an old school comic book show and Vendors that purchased a corner were fine, but if a vendor purchased a single table on a corner, they had to deal with the neighbor backing right up to them, and basically uh, their table connected. Oh uh, yeah, That's so somebody yeah put up a uh, a banner. Something that definitely needs to be needs to be changed um you know the there was a lot of announcements throughout the day and that was great and they had stuff going but it also i think it kind of uh it pulled people out of the room when certain things were happening um and this was, was a small show it could have definitely used a much smaller guest list to put a little bit more of that money back in the room were the announcements like super duper loud? You know, like some shows have every time there's an announcement, you have to like cover your ears or you can't even talk to the patrons because <laughs> it's so loud. Oh, no. Jared, Jared, like Jared gets it, but Jared talks a lot. Um, and it, there's nothing wrong with it at all. But he, uh, 
Um, you know, he sometimes the announcements carry on a little bit longer than uh, than what they normally would. And I mean, he uh, but he's that guy. He's that personable, like super friendly. Like you want him as your buddy, so you listen to him talk all day. Right. Okay. All right. So then, uh, do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, no. I think uh, I think if if you can make it happen, you know, they they were re- pre registering on the spot for next year. I think it's like June fourth and June fifth um, next year. It's that first weekend in June. And I, for myself, I want to do the show again, but I I have to make sure that you know there's not 19 other shows yeah, overlapping so this thing yeah it's so know, hard with it's, that now it's a hour drive for me as it is and if if i have the choice to do that show or you know a show no you know i know i'm gonna do quadruple what i did at this show that's closer what am i gonna do there right right now i know it's gonna be tough next year is gonna be tough um as, as- you know, up until we get uh, a little further into this log jam, just to see how everyone's going to spread out for next year. Exactly. So it's, it's definitely going to be tough to commit. I can see that. So, all right. So um, we'll go ahead and, and wrap this part of the pod up and then we'll, uh, we'll get, we'll bring on, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and throw on the uh, interview that we had with Bob Stein from uh, Steel City. Without further ado, Bob, tell us a little bit about yourself and the show. Hi. Uh, thanks for having me. My name is Bob Stein, and I'm one of Steel City Con here in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Steel City Con is uh, Pittsburgh's pop culture convention. And we have uh, 600 guests, uh, 600 vendors, and uh, almost 30 celebrity guests uh, three times a year, usually in uh, April, August, and December. Now, just out of curiosity, I know, you know, this year's show, uh, you know, was, was, well, actually, last year's show was postponed and uh, was kind of pushed into this year. Um, are you guys, you know, you're having the, the show in, uh, in June. Are you planning on, on doing a show kind of in between June and December? Yes, we have a show in August, on August 13th to 15th, so that'll be exciting. Uh, our August show, we have Freddy Krueger coming, uh, Robert England. We have also John Bernthal uh, coming, who's the Punisher, and Punisher, uh, yeah. many more. So some great guests ahead. Did from when you when you canceled from last year, or well, not when you canceled, but when COVID canceled from last year to this year, um, how did you guys have to handle that? Was there any was there any issues with any of the the uh, not the vendors, but the celebrities from last time rolling over to this year. Did you have any issues with any of those? Um, not really. I mean, everybody wanted to, uh, you know, everybody, we're all going through the same thing across the country, right? So, you know, we all had that in common. Um, some, a lot of the people had to move to August just out of scheduling uh, more than anything. Um, so, uh, you know, that's it just happened to be that their schedule worked out for August rather than June, but we got some of the ones in June, but it was super nice and uh, you know, very few cancel uh, cancel outright cancellation. Okay. You guys tip- oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you guys typically do like a, uh, uh, like you, you have the old school comic book show layout where you, you guys just sell tables. 
Um, and, and it's un- for me, it's kind of unique because um, there's so few of those shows that uh, that are left. But it works so well for you guys. Um, you know, are you? I know you know with with things that have happened, you know, with COVID restrictions and Pennsylvania has been been kind of a tricky state. Are you guys having to to move away from that that format a little bit, or are you still able to stick with that? Oh well, no, we're still um, we're still able to stick with that. Luckily, we're at one hundred percent now, and okay. um, you know, one hundred percent capacity. So we are offering Steel City Con as the fans know and love it. So we're excited to be back. It's been- <laughs> Yeah, that's that's great news about the hundred percent too. Let me tell you. So, is the is the, what's the mass situation for the show? Um, so the PA uh, state mandate following CDC guideline, guidelines says that uh, vaccinated individuals have to wear a mask, and I mean vaccinated individuals don't need don't to wear a mask. <laughs> and the uh, yeah, and, uh, and then uh, unvaccinated do, and that that includes uh, children. So. And then uh, after June, the um, for August, the Pennsylvania mask mandate is ending completely. So in August, I don't think masks will be required. Oh, wow! It's going to be amazing to see no masks. I'm sure some people will still have them, though, right? So yeah, one, I'm sure. Yeah. One definitely. one one small side question to that: Was there any any uh, like pushback or weird little issues with the city or the venue around any of that stuff? No, the venue. Everybody was uh, so excited to have us back, and you know we work. Uh, you know we work with Visit Monroeville, as a local tourism agency, and um, you know they were so excited to have it. Now, have you guys seen any kind of uh, any kind of pushback from uh, from fans about having the the show this time around? Um, everybody is pretty excited that we're coming back no uh, we i don't think one person has said no don't have it yet <laughs> yeah, I, I know uh, a lot of people were ready i've uh, i've kind of watched your page through through this whole you know the whole thing and you know people were people were ready last year when, yeah. you know, <laughs> when, it, when it felt like it was like super close to happening you know i know people were you know people were like no let's do it so that's good yeah, yeah. So how is I guess ticket sales everybody seems to be excited to to get going? Uh yeah. Those are great. Every, I mean everybody is ready to get out of the house. Um so uh you know, uh we're excited to have everybody back. I mean, it's looking to be one of our largest shows ever. So that's exciting. That's fan- fantastic. I'm we're looking forward to it as well. I know, I know. Ryan's uh, Ryan's been excited about it. I uh, I've been one of those like I've wanted to get in, and I can never seem to uh, seem to slide in because um, I either forget that I need to uh, <laughs> need to sit to grab myself a booth, or you're sold out already. So for the vendors that are uh, that are wanting to get in in the future, what what what's the best way to uh, you know to go about getting into the show? Here are the tricks. So you can. Come to our show, and on Sunday, you can buy tables at a discounted rate, uh, you know, for the next show, or they go on sale online the day after the show. So between the, you know, those two ways, that's the way to get the way to get in. We have maybe three or four tables left. Uh, if anybody wants one, we have a few left. But Oh, then you and I might have to talk after this because, uh, <laughs> yeah. <There you> <laughs> 
what no uh i i know uh i know the guys that i know that have done the show have uh have definitely definitely loved doing the show when they get they come back you know all the time so so we we know in the vendor community that's a great show um Ryan, what else do you have? Yeah, well, I know. Well, Bob had a uh, he had a pretty strict schedule, so I know we got to kind of let him go. So um, I just wanted to say for me and and for everybody, really, thanks for having the show, giving the you know attendees and vendors and podcasters you know something to look forward to. So we we really appreciate it, and uh, I will see you. I will see you next week. Yeah, we're excited to come back. We're excited to be back. And, uh, you know, we're a small business like everybody, you know, all these other folks that were impacted. So please come support us. And I will leave you with some dates. Uh, so we, next one's June 11th to 13th. Then we have one August 13th to 15th. And the final one of the year is December 10th, 10th through 12th. And oh, give you guys a name drop. So uh, for December, Sean Aston from the Goonies. Oh had just signed his contract today so ending in uh december nice. thank you for saying the goonies and not, not uh, lord of the rings and stranger <laughs> things um because we all know him as uh as a goonie so yeah yeah Sorry, oh, and what, i know right what one more thing bob um where can everybody buy tickets and tables and everything at www.steelcitycon.com and then also um, you know you visit us on the Facebook page all right outstanding well thanks again Bob for coming on I know uh, we had going back, been going back and forth to find a little slot of time so I appreciate oh, you no squeezing problem. us in happy to do it and we'll talk to you soon all right take care bye -bye. take care bye bye